Hey guys, what's up? It's Nina, your coach from Complete Fitness Coaching, and this topic should have come a long time ago, and it's mainly designed for my current um, di uh, diet clients, and we're just going to talk about, you know, should losing weight be easy, or should being at a low body fat be easy, or should losing a ton of weight be easy, um, you know? should we be put in pain when we're trying to lose weight? A lot of people that you know want results really, really, really quickly and they put themselves in a lot of pain to get there, right? So we don't really realize that it's taken us a long time um, to lose or to gain weight and we have to also think about that it does take time for us to lose weight. But what we forget is that we've consistently over ate for a long time and that's how the weight crept up on on our waistlines or whatever um so now we have to kind of reverse that when we lose weight and that's the part that a lot of you guys are having trouble with and that's the that's the part where a lot of you guys just struggle with is that consistency so um i'm not um I'm not saying there's a right or a wrong way, um, but what I do want to, to eventually teach you guys is the way that is going to best work for you long term, okay? So, you know, how uncomfortable, uncomfortable or painful should our diet or nutrition approach be if we want to see the results and if we want to see the results last for the rest of our life? Um, you know, I, you guys, you guys all know that my program is not let's follow this diet and let's do this for the next 12 weeks. And that's going to be how you're going to get results and you're going to love every minute of it. Right. So, um, you know, that's, that's one way to do it. And that's not how I like to do it. I like to shift your mindset. I like to, um, make you guys think about why we choose certain foods. Um, I like to I like to make you guys think about how much you are eating and why compared to a lot of the fad diets out there or like these whole 30 challenges or a lot of the the marketing that you see out there that is trying to sell you um, a certain nutrition program or a diet that you know, hey, if you do this, it's going to be a no-brainer. It should be easy. Just go and do X, Y, and Z, um, you know. But um, I, I know a lot of you guys have tried that and have failed. So this is just another podcast to reiterate what we do and how to make it a little bit easier, right? So there are many, many obstacles to eating healthy and there are many obstacles to losing weight, right? I mean, there's social events, there's alcohol involved, there's lack of spousal support, there's stress, there's a million different things out there that make this process difficult. Um, and my job is to be here to not only provide you the support, but also to answer any question that you have or try to help you overcome any problem or obstacle. Um, so... The, the thing that kind of gets lost in a lot of us and where we've become weak, though, is the, 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 the pain points that some of us are willing to go through 
to change our eating habits, to lose weight, to consciously make the decision to not stay on the plan or, or, or to con- consciously make that decision to stay on the plan and be obsessive over it. Um, you know, there's, there's a lot of things to be said for my people where I say, Hey, you just need to do this and they do it and they, they get it done and they have a shit ton of success right away. But there's a lot of you guys that don't like eating broccoli. They, that don't like eating chicken that can't fathom eating a lot of protein or eating vegetables for breakfast. Right. Um, you know, a lot of us do think that it's expensive to buy, um, a lot of these whole foods in which it is. Um, A lot of you guys don't have the time to um, go out and, you know, buy these foods and things like that or meal prep, okay? So I apologize, my phone just went off. So how uncomfortable are you willing to be to get this done? And that has been ingrained in our brain since like we were born and how we grew up. And it's really hard for us to change that mindset as now we are older, right? Because, you know, the affairs of the Western world where we live in the United States, where we have convenience, you know, food is is in abundance all over. There's never going to be a shortage of food. There's always something easy to consume that doesn't fit our diet or our lifestyle. And some of you guys never even really thought of eating this way. And I get that all the time. Um, But you don't really think about, I am going to go in the drive-thru and is this going to help me look good naked? Is this going to help me lose the weight that I want to lose? Is this going to help improve my physique? Is this going to help improve my endurance for my runs? Is this going to make my clothes feel better? No, you guys just go through the drive-thru and I don't mean this, you know, negatively. I just say you guys in general, but because it's convenient, you're like, fuck it. I am hungry. I need something to eat now. Right. And so we've kind of become accustomed to that because the Western world has made it so easy um, for us to do things like that. But that also makes it so much more difficult for us to achieve that those the results that we want and then the results that you are looking for. Um, you know, does it make it impossible for us to, to, to make better choices or the optimal choice in, in whatever it is we want to achieve? Um, no. You just have to shift your mindset and you have to think differently than your friends or your peers or anybody else that's trying to pressure you into having these beers and, and things like that. I, I know I get a lot of you guys at the office and you talk about Kringles and donuts and things like that. It just takes a little bit of work, small daily changes, and a little bit of di- discipline. So, you know, when I talk to you guys about my program, you guys are all all in, and I say it's not going to be easy mentally, but if you just follow the things that I say, that is easy um, because I tell you exactly how much to eat, and it's up to you to to provide the 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 food, the nutrients, the 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 vegetables, the fruits, the proteins. Um, you know, I'm here to solve the problem of. I don't like how I fit in my clothes. I don't like the weight I've put on. Um, But you guys have to do the work, right? Um, And so that's where the problems come in, you know, then then stress from work comes in, not meal prepping comes in, driving kids on the weekends around comes in. Um, And it's just the lack of you guys doing your part because of mindset, lack of time, 
um, and, and just things like that, just life. And, and, and I'm not speaking negatively about that at all. Um, and, and a lot of you guys will just would rather just say, fuck it, and I'll starve and I'll skip this meal. And that's not the way to go either because that's not setting you up for success long term. Okay. Um, so a lot of you guys or all of my clients want to be lean, want to lose weight, want to look good in their clothes, want to feel comfortable about themselves at summertime and when they're wearing shorts, you know, and in order for us to lose weight, we're going to have to be a little bit uncomfortable. We're going to have to suffer a little bit. Um, and it, that's, that doesn't always necessarily mean physically, like you definitely have to be hungry a little bit if you want to lose body fat. But I mean uncomfortable by choosing to have a non-alcoholic beer when you're at the brewery game, when your friends are getting hammered. Um, choosing to be a little bit more uncomfortable by having maybe one glass of wine with your friends at dinner instead of finishing the whole bottle. Being a little bit more uncomfortable by choosing to, to drink um, half your body weight in ounces of water when that's something that you're not used to. Um, so... You know, you, you have to find this starting place where you know you can commit commit to and then make small changes as you go on. Um, and that's the only way for us to be consistent in, and also to, to be okay with being uncomfortable. And I guess um, I'm used to that because being a competitive CrossFit athlete, um, I liked being uncomfortable and, and I like suffering, which is really weird, but that doesn't mean make me... You know, you know that I'm super diligent and perfect on my diet, far from it, but I'm just here to share some of the things that I've done here over the last 12 weeks that have allowed me to eat pretty fucking clean and probably the cleanest I ever have in my entire life, and that includes my training um, and my um, professional CrossFit career, if you will. Um, so, you know, some of us, like I said, some of you diet, some of you diet clients are willing to put up with, you know, some short-term suffering and to, for the, like the long-term result, because it does have such a dramatic change in not only your body composition, but also mindset and how you think about food for the rest of your life. And some of you guys just go, you know, Monday through Thursday, and then it's mayhem Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So, um, you know, I'm just, hopefully this podcast, like just kind of sheds a little bit of light on how to get there. Um, you know, and, and I want to get you guys out of the mindset, like I have 13 weeks with Nina, I'm going to fucking do this. And then you guys don't think of anything after the fact, like what happens after that. Um, these short term goals are great if, if, if you can maintain that for the rest of your life. So my major goal for this program is to take what we do in the 13 weeks and then apply it after that. Okay, and, and I tell a lot of you guys that I don't want you to call me after the 13 weeks. Like, yeah, it's great if you guys sign up with me for another 13, like, you know, on my end financially, but you guys should have enough of a handle on it to be able to do this for the rest of your life. But we can't, it's very hard. I, I, I shouldn't say we can't, we can. It's very hard for us to make that mental mind shift from working with me in 13 weeks to erase 30 some odd years of bad nutrition habits, you know, because I'll admit my parents never talked to me about hydration, eating fruits and vegetables, um, choosing lean meats and things like that. Um, you know, I always had an abundance of food. We always, we had a cookie, we had a cookie jar on the counter and we have a junk drawer and it still exists at my parents' house, right? Um, talking about being lean and eating healthy as a kid never was a topic in, in my household growing up. I naturally was just kind of 
not lean. I, w- I wouldn't say that. I had the same chubby thighs and butt that I did have because I was surrounded by sodas and cakes and my, my mom didn't cook fucking breakfast. So uh, little Debbie cakes, cookies from Pick and Save, the, the birthday cakes that you would get at the um, at the bakery. That's what we fucking had for breakfast or whether it was cereal and things like that. So I never really knew what it was like to maintain a low percentage of body fat until I had to get into high school and into college where I had to train a little bit harder. And even then, my parents didn't even um, modify my diet. So I didn't really understand how uncomfortable I needed to be to get to a low percentage of body fat um, until I was in college. And, and, and I really took my training seriously, and I lived on my own, and, and I took my nutrition seriously. But even then, it, that wasn't the right the the right approach. Um, you know, I, I was pretty consistent for a few years. Um, I got really, really, really skinny. I got really, really lean. Um, and, and when you're in it and you're committed and like, this was it, like I woke up at five, was at the gym by six to get my run in. And then I would go to class. I had all my meals kind of set up and then I would go back to the gym for like an afternoon, um, lift session. Right. So this was just kind of like a day by day thing. I didn't really realize or even think about think about it being painful or um, a chore. I just I enjoyed doing it, um, and I was so busy where I just ate the same thing every day. But I I got really lean. I put in the reps. I put in the time. I put in um, the diet, but. I, I ate, I'll kind of give you guys a little breakdown of how it was, is, was I got up at five, I was at the gym by 5.45 and got my warm up on, I would run anywhere from five to six miles in the morning, then I would come home, shower, and I either had a disgusting like um, egg white only omelet, and that was it, it, it was like three or four egg whites, um, and a piece of like whole grain toast, or it was a protein powder smoothie with bananas and frozen berries. So that was like my breakfast and then my lunch was always um, like a ham and turkey sandwich on on um, some really dry like whole grain bread. Then for like my mid-afternoon snack, I always took a, pro, um, uh, a scoop of protein with me and I don't even know if they sell them anymore, but like they had these fruit juices that were supposed to be all 100% fruit and I would drink a little bit and pour my protein powder in there and it was fucking disgusting because this was back in the day before... Um, protein powders were not like clumpy. So like that was when every single protein powder you bought like would just clump up and be disgusting. So I'd have to choke that shit down and I would follow it with a vanilla latte. Then I would go back to the gym for my um, afternoon lift, you know, life of a college kid. And then I would come home and like, I remember some of my meals either being, it was always like a bag of Caesar salad every fucking night, a bag of Caesar salad, you know, like those dull, like prepackaged things. Um, So I always finished an entire bag of that, and then um, I either had like a can of soup, like Chicken Noodle Campbell's shitty soup, or like my dessert was like Diet Dr. Pepper and some fucking barbecue potato chips, right? Like, you know, um, and then being a kid, like every once in a while, I would get a fucking Jimmy John's BLT, or I would go out and party with my friends, and then we would end up at George Webb's down at Marquette, and just it was fucking mayhem. Um, you know, but I got really lean and I got really skinny and before I knew it, I overtrained cause I was just so fucking malnourished and, but that took two or three years before I even realized that, but I can't even imagine going back to that lifestyle. Like I try eating that shit now and I just, I just can't, um, I can't stay consistent with that. I felt so deprived. The food wasn't good. 
Um, yeah, did I see results? I was shredded and yeah, I looked really, really good. Um, and I was really, really skinny and it was definitely motivating. And that's what kept me going because I was just kind of in this routine. I was just kind of in the moment. Um, and it wasn't just a year. It was literally every, um, since the, my senior year of high school that summer, I started exercising for whatever reason. And that was pretty much to my junior, senior year of college. So that was a good three, four years of me just putting in kind of this discussion not discomfort. I, I wouldn't say that. It was just this really hard training, but I wasn't happy with how I was eating. Um, and so I didn't really think anything of it. I was dating a dude then and we would go out to eat and I had a fucking Caesar salad. Like nothing changed. It doesn't matter if we went to Applebee's. It doesn't matter if we went to TGI Fridays. It doesn't matter. I'm just trying to think of all the fucking restaurants we went to back in the day. Um, it was always a chicken Caesar salad or it was a shrimp Caesar salad. And every once in a while, if I had a hard workout, I would get a side of rice, you know? And so that was just my fucking routine. Um, you know, and I can't imagine doing that now. And I try going back to that and I just fail every time. I, I just can't, I just feel like dog shit. I can't handle how that food tastes anymore. Um, you know, and so how did I get to kind of this place here where I have all these awesome elaborate breakfasts? I got super lean eating anywhere from 16 to 1800 calories a day. Sometimes I eat 2000 depends on how many times I work out in the day. Not everything gets uploaded in my fitness pal, by the way, guys, I have a lot of protein shakes and ignite that goes in there. Um, but you know, how did I get to eating vegetables at breakfast, lunch, dinners, snacks, um, getting really lean, kind of staying in this mindset, being like nice and, um, diligent on the weekends and I'll tell you my journey, it's, you know, almost October 1st today. My journey since January 1st has been a long one. Um, I've lost about 15 pounds of fat. Um, and I, I've been this shredded before and this lean before, but never healthily. Like it would be me getting up, going for a three, four mile run, at like nine ten o'clock because I could just try to like sleep in as much as I could because my body was so fatigued then I would take a nap so I would prolong like eating and then I would have like an apple or granola bar and um some peanut butter and then it would be like another shitty salad so all of my efforts before of me getting really lean were like me either starving or like eating just fucking salads and just um, being so malnourished and so overworked where I had to sleep a ton. So how did I get here? And the moral of the story is you have to put in the work consistently and you have to think of it like day by day means, right? So I don't even worry about what's going to happen tomorrow or Saturday or Sunday. I just worry about what's going on today. Um, and what helps me with that is prepping everything on the weekends or buying everything on the weekends, you know, Saturday, go to the farmer's market and I pick up all the vegetables that I want to eat for the week. You know, what vegetables are going to be good in my omelets or my eggs this week? What vegetables are going to be good in my salads? What vegetables are going to be really good with my meats, um, that I have for my lunches and dinners and snacks and things like that. Um, and, and, and the, the three things that I want you guys to take away from this is I definitely have a huge priority on protein. I always did being a Serb, man. I remember when my grandma would just, or grand, grandpa would roast pigs, um, on the spit and we would just, or lambs and we would just fucking cut meat off and have it fresh. So protein for me is non, you know, is, is not, is a non-issue. I love it. I love pig. I love lamb. I love 
steaks. I love burgers. I love chicken. I love shrimp. I love cod. I love tilapia. I like all, all protein. So that's the first thing is I always prioritize protein. Every single meal that I have has protein in it. Okay. And that's where I think a lot of you guys that are, are struggling, okay, is finding good protein sources that you enjoy and that you can consistently enjoy and not get bored with. The second thing is, is prioritizing veggies and having a variety of them, right? So I can't have zucchinis and squashes for four weeks in a row. I can't. One week has got to be zucchini and squash. The next week, it's got to be broccoli and snap peas. The following week, it's got to be Brussels sprouts and peppers. The third week, it's got to be like onions and mushrooms coupled with a steak. There has to be a variety. Um, I love cabbage. I love spinach. I love lettuce. And so just by having variety each week, that helps me get not only my nutrients in, but keeps foods different every single week, even though I'm kind of eating the same shit. I'm eating meat and vegetables and whatever carb I have for the week. And carbs for me come from fruits. So I eat a lot of bananas. I eat a lot of apples. Um, but also too, I eat a fuckload of sweet potatoes um, and rice. And we mix up the rice, white rice, brown rice, yellow rice, whatever. Okay. And then you can season it. So those are the three takeaways that, that kind of got me to where I am here. And they now become so in ingrained in my brain that there's very little thought. Um, I know exactly what I need for egg whites in the morning. Um, if I'm not having egg whites, I do have oatmeal, um, with protein powder and bananas or berries or raisins on top. Sometimes it's granola, but I know what I need to have for my proteins for breakfast, lunch, dinners, and snacks. Okay. So that's where that starts is you have to prioritize protein. You have to have variety in your fruits and vegetables. And then, um, it has to be a day by day consistent thing. Okay, so what I'm seeing on a lot of you guys' food logs is, like I said, Monday through Thursday or Friday is is really good, and then it goes to shit Thursday or Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Okay, so we need that consistency to last through the weekend. Okay, and you guys should actually take advantage of the, those weekends, and you will be surprised as to how much you can get done on the food end that you don't have to think about it Monday through Friday, and it just becomes routine. Okay. Um, and I'll say the biggest takeaway for me right now, as I sit here is, um, I've never eaten so many fruits and vegetables in my life. I've never felt so full and I've never gotten leaner faster. Okay. So definitely protein, fruits and veggies is my crux of my diet, but you know, that shifting of the mindset of like, oh man, it's Friday. Yup. We're going to rage. We're going to go drink alcohol. It's Saturday. We're going to have burgers. We're going to go to the brewers game and all of these kind of things. You guys, that's, what's fucking up your progress. And I, I don't mean to be crass. I just, it is what it is. And, and I was like that too. It took me a long time to like, oh, you know, Saturday we go to the local coffee shop. We get a bagel sandwich and we get a latte and and we do, and we still do that. Um, but what that was before was, yeah, all right, cool. Yeah, we'll go to the hub. We'll get our bagel sandwich and our latte. Then that turned into going out for lunch, and then that turned into having a drink with dinner. So, like, there you go, right there. Saturday's fucked, okay? So what that what I've allowed myself to do is still have my time with Eric and go to the hub, and which is our coffee shop, 
and have our bagel sandwich and our latte, but then that's it. Then we go home and we have, I cook us a really good solid lunch or make us a really fresh salad from the ingredients that we picked up from the store, from the farmer's market. We grill out or I make something in the oven for Saturday night. Um, and then Sunday is the same thing. I wake up, we, I do my workout and I cook us an awesome breakfast and lunch and a dinner. You know, just because it's the weekend doesn't mean that you guys need to have absolute mayhem, right? And so um, that goes back to the level of discomfort that I was talking about. You know, I will. So guys, too, one thing that I want to kind of reiterate, um, and I say it a lot, is, you know, developing this consistency is key because it's going to allow you to get rid of the snacky snack things, um, the need for the dessert, the craving for the dessert, and things like that. You're going to develop enough consistency in your daily routine with eating proteins, eating a variety of vegetables, um, and keeping it consistent day by day to where you don't feel guilty for having that snack or that treat. And then allowing yourself to say, fuck it, the weekend or the day is already ruined, so I might as well continue to sabotage everything that I've done. I want to get you guys to the point to where you can have these structured and planned indulgences without feeling guilty about them because you've had such a really good, clean week. Um, I want to get you guys to the point to where you can enjoy having some cookies, having a piece of pie, having a few beers and drinks without feeling guilty about it because the rest of the week was really solid. You know, and for some of you, that might be, I got to cut down from two beers a day to maybe two beers a week, right? So this goes back to kind of how much pain, and I say quote unquote pain, you are willing to put yourself through to get the results that you want. You know, the harder you go, the more successful you are going to be on the weight loss end, weight loss end, but at what cost? Are you going to eventually just crack and say, "Fuck it, I need an entire box of Oreos?" So, that's why I'm saying it has to be a day-by-day -day thing. You know, do I still have my indulgences and treats? Yeah, that's the example of the hub. You know, I'm getting ready for a vacation here in three weeks, so my indulgences are going to be less and less. But then when I come back from my vacation, I'm going to get right back on the bus of keeping the proteins, the vegetables, keeping the consistency, but my indulgences might be a little bit more than what they are going to be in the next two to three weeks. You know, I'm going to go back to having some desserts or some more frequent drinks on the weekends, but within reason, right? So... I don't want to just kind of harp, harp on you guys and say, you can never have ice cream ever again, or you can never have pizza ever again, but you can, but the consistency on the other end has to come through, okay? So um, that's my goal for you guys is to not only just develop this consistency, develop this routine of having always protein being available for you, um, having the variety in the vegetables, having the daily consistency, but then also having the mindfulness of being able to allow yourself that treat, that snack, that dessert, that lunch or dinner out with friends, and then getting right back on the bus. And, you know, and not overeating when you go out with your friends or your family and not eating 14 cookies instead of having maybe one or two, just being more mindful 
of these treats knowing that you have not only like a short-term goal, which is obviously losing 10, 15, 20 pounds, but also keeping it off for the rest of your life, okay? So consistency, control, high-protein, vegetables, that's going to be the name of the game because if we don't get that under control now and you have all of this success with me in the next, you know, whatever weeks you have left with me, as soon as you and I are done, you're going to be back to square one. Okay, so make these small daily changes, be mindful of the indulgences, and you will be able to set yourself up for success long term. Yeah. And, I, and I, I don't want to say I was like you guys, but I was like that. I had that same mindset like, yeah, fuck yeah, the weekend is here. I don't have to eat any more chicken out of a Tupperware. You know, I found ways to make it better. I found ways to just have it fresh and ready. So I always have protein from Monday through Thursday in the fridge. I know we, Eric and I always have chicken, we have fish, we have steak, we have whatever it's already made. But a lot of times we run out, so we have to cook and grill on a Thursday or Friday night, which is fine because, you know, we've had it in the fridge or in the freezer and it's ready to go. There's always fresh veggies on our counter in our fr- refrigerator ready to go. Um, within five to 10 minutes, I can have a meal. Okay. And so, yeah, can you eat healthy on the go? Sure. Right. But then you got to go drive to the fucking store. You got to go grab whatever you're going to grab for take home, like a rotisserie chicken from pick and save. And then you got to fucking drive it back. That's time. That's, that's consumption of your day. Whereas if you would have just had it in your fridge, that's a little bit better. Right. So that goes back to being this level of discomfort and just making these small little changes and making these small choices that is going to set you up for longevity. So for better, um, a better approach to your diet, always having something on hand. Okay. Um, and you know, you do, do you have to have salads every day? Nope, 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 nope. I don't even have salads every day, but there's a lot of times where my lunch and my breakfast look very similar or are almost the same. Okay. So, um, this idea that everything everything you eat needs to be sexy, you know, or needs to satisfy some sort of mental issue, not issue, but mental, uh, I guess, emotional um, crux that you have um, needs to kind of get out of your head. And so once you kind of just develop this consistency of eating the same things and you become okay with that or you get better at making the things that you are eating taste better, like... If, no, if you guys have never put Brussels sprouts and bacon in an air fryer, um, you're missing out. Or if you make like coleslaw in the air fryer with like um, cabbage, tomatoes, um, and I know it's not really coleslaw, but you season it with um, any kind of, I use, I'm, my staples are garlic and um, garlic, salt, pepper, drizzle it with olive oil. So you take cabbage, you can take tomatoes, you can take cucumbers, you can take anything that you have in your fridge and put it in the air fryer with seasoning and a little bit of olive oil. And it is outstanding, has a nice little crunch. Asparagus in the air fryer, outstanding. Okay, so um, you don't need to go on this shitty diet of I need to eat protein bars and protein shakes for the rest of my life to stay lean. No, that's setting you up for failure. That's crash dieting. That's what they want. You know, they want you to eat 900 calories of shakes and things like that. Um, They want you to have shitty 
sugary breakfast cereals, right? So a lot of you guys can't imagine eating eggs or meat and vegetables for breakfast. And neither did I until I started making these quiches and frittatas and, 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 um, and omelets. And I love it. I, I, it keeps me full. And like I said, I have never seen such dramatic change in my body composition so quickly after I've done that. Okay. On the days that I run, I definitely have oatmeal, right? Because if I'm going for a four or five mile run, oatmeal is going to help me recover a little bit better than eggs. It just depends on what I do. Okay. So there are these little challenges here that you guys need to just kind of think about, wrap your brain around. What are they? Write them down and how are you going to combat them every single week? So the things that I want you guys to focus on, like I said, you guys got to consume protein. You have to eat fresh uh, fruits and vegetables daily. Um, and you have to have variety so you don't get bored with it. Okay. So this is, those are the keys to longevity. And if you do those simple things, the weight that you lose will be kept off for the rest of your life. Okay. Um, and you guys all know your protein numbers that you're supposed to hit because I give them to you. You guys all know your carbohydrate numbers that you're supposed to hit because I give them to you. You guys know your fat numbers that you need to hit because I give them to you. Okay. So, um, we just need to develop a little bit more of consistency in thinking about this change, quote unquote, change of uh, our diet, not as a temporary solution or a temporary fix. This should be temporary pain with me for a long-term fix, right? So temporary pain with Nina, I'm holding you accountable. You're doing these three things. You're taking it day by day. You're getting your protein in. You're eating fruits and vegetables daily. Um, you have enough variety in what you start liking these things. Um, you're losing weight. You're feeling really good. And then after the end of the 13 weeks, you can think, oh, wow, I can do this. This is really easy. Okay, so that's kind of what I wanted you guys to kind of get get into is this is not hard. Changing your mindset is hard. Okay, so changing your mindset, taking it day by day, setting yourself up for success on the weekends is going to be those three things are super, super important for your success with me along this diet challenge. Okay, and those are the things that I've done for the last nine, almost 10 months and have seen really, really dramatic body changes and doing it in a really, really healthy way without spending tons of hours in the gym and starving myself. All right. So like I said, this podcast is exclusively for you guys. Um, if you would like to share it with a friend, great, but I'm not going to share this with anybody else other than my diet clients for you guys. If you have any questions on this, um, shoot me an email or shoot me a text message and I'll be more than happy to help you guys out. All right. Have a great day. Talk to you guys later.